Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Oh, oh. Yeah, I'm here. Wait, there he is. Oh, yay. Hey. You made it. You made yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. Holy crap. Thanks a lot, North Korea. That's what right. I'm thinking. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Obama. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never hear me say that. From hell's heart, he stabs Stabs us. at the... Yeah. For yeah. hate's I sake, prefer, I I prefer spit. the original Klingon. <laughs> oh, I mean, all right. So, shit. Where were we? How often do you think Trump just screams out Obama like Khan style, like like if he's every Kurt, time he like, masturbates? Like, Obama! Every single time, every well, immediately time, upon ejaculation. Every time he ejaculates, his entire presidency is simply about undoing everything Obama did. So I have to assume every day. So yeah, I'm so glad that's the extent of his vision, because Lord knows we needed a leader like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that any president before him has ever just been like, what did the last guy do? Let's erase all his shit. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't be laughing. I'm going to get in trouble. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Paul. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to do this. We're going to do this no editing because apparently Blog Talk Radio has uh, death-charged my show. They fear, they fear what we're doing here on Geekish Cast. Yeah. Obviously part of the Trump administration. I'm part getting, of the main sort of the MSM. Yeah, the ma- male sex down. with males or whatever. Yes. I feel like I'm really the the vector that changed things here. So yeah, I'm not sure. Well, as soon as we get uh, well, let's let's do quick introductions since we're all thrown off. We don't have my awesome theme music <laughs> Are anymore. Are we live? Are we live right now? No, no, no. I'm gonna put uh, this up as soon as we're done. I'm not gonna edit anything. This is this is the cost of freedom, people. This is how this yeah. works. <laughs> Hero. Yeah, I don't want to throw that word around. Dial, dial H for hero, right? Yeah, here. but but much yeah, like yeah. when I ate the, when I drank that Guinness blonde, I think the word hero should be used. There. Yeah. So there. Uh, yeah. So here we are. It's a geekish cast. What would have been live, but Blog Talk Radio is having a problem and being a little bitch. Uh, <laughs> I am your host, Jeremy, and uh, I don't want to throw around the word hero, but I am going to try to get Anna Ferris's phone number for you. Um, joining me today is our co-host, Joe Slepsky. He puts the slap in Slepsky, everybody. Let's hear it for I Joe. Do, I do. Hey, everybody. <sighs> What's happening on uh, Joe on Joe this week, Joe? Oh, this week we've got an exciting episode. G.I. Joe goes to a wedding. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty stellar. You don't yeah, need to say anything else either. That's like... it. No, there really that's isn't. Yeah. Nope, nope. They go with the Joe team goes to a wedding. All right, huh. all right. Yeah, sure. It's great though. I'm excited. My my guest this week is a, a friend of mine, Omar Spahi. He's a comic book publisher and a film producer. So we have some real good conversations. Oh, nice. fantastic! Yeah, that sounds good. And uh, also joining us is our executive producer, Paul Vieira. What's happening, Paul? Not much. Just drinking some burrs. Nice, nice. What kind of burrs are you drinking? Uh, Leinen Kugels. I don't even know what those are. They must be Dutch. <sighs> You've never heard no. of Lightning Kugel? No. No, they're, they're really? They're, yeah. Really? 
That must be something just you guys below the Mason-Dixon get. They're from Milwaukee. Really? Milwaukee. No. If you say, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you say so, comrade. <laughs> and also joining us tonight, and I'm sorry you got to witness this shit show, Dominic, but from the punk band Tsunami Bomb and the comic book uh, well, company, comic book publisher Dinosaur Factory, and also from the podcast Three Gigs, Dominic Davy. What's happening, Dominic? How's it going? Uh, it's good to be here. Thank you for inviting me along, even though I appear to have broken the internet and <laughs> made it not work. But I'm really glad you all said my name three times. It's nice to be out of the sewer. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Well, I'm glad we caught you while you're not on tour or at a comic convention yeah. or working at one of your many, many creative outlet jobs. So thank you for ha- ha- taking the time to be with us. No, I'm glad. This is actually the closest to a downtime that I have had in a while so it's <laughs> nice. pretty good this is a good this is a good time yeah and for those of you listening at home this would have been the fifth live episode of the season you're gonna get this a little bit late we did not go live um but i'm not gonna edit this so you know talk yeah, okay. to uh talk to blog talk radio if you miss my theme song because i miss it yeah. <laughs> i heard it and we loved heard it, it. Yeah. we heard it it's good yeah. stuff uh, yeah uh it's like it's not, it's queen, but it's not queen, but it's queen. Yeah, so there's a story here. Is I paid a kid on Fiverr to get me a, to get me a theme song that sounded like Flash Gordon. I'm pretty sure he lifted it from a Japanese cartoon, but until somebody sues me, I ain't saying shit, man. I think the only thing you have is that pulsing, like, I think it's a C note, maybe? A, B, C, A? I think it's a C. It's like, dun, 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 dun. I think that. Yeah, it might be. A, A sharp B. I think yeah, wait, you're B. the musician here. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I was actually watching him play it. Like I was watching videos while while everything was kind of like <laughs> while you while you guys were scrambling to save the show, I was like watching Queen videos, going, "This I forgot how awesome they are. This song is amazing." Oh, Dominic, yeah. do yourself a favor, get the whole soundtrack because the song "Hero" is worth twice the price of admission. Yeah. Yeah, it's the one that they end the movie with. It's uh. For sure. It's pretty outstanding. It's pretty outstanding. Um, yeah. I'm just going to do just this. The man with the man's coat. Well, I'm going I'm to do this real quick. I'm going to say, if you didn't listen to it this week, go back, check out episode number 163 with Alex Schumacher, a uh, new friend of the show, a really creative writer, cartoonist, a little more underground than what we normally focus on, so it was a lot of fun to talk to him and have him on. This weekend, I am recording with Bobby Blaze, former Smoky Mountain Wrestling Champion, former NWA title holder, former pro wrestler from the 1990s, and now a published author, telling the stories about his time on the road as a pro wrestler. That will be out Tuesday. That should be a lot of fun. It is now Halloween which means the weather is finally starting to cool off, and it also means the Tracy Comic Con is coming up on the weekend of November 4th. If you are somewhere near that part of California, come check it out. On Saturday, Kevin Eastman, one of the creators of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, will be there. If you can't make it, it's okay, because I will be getting an interview with him, and it will be out on the next episode after that. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Again, I don't want to say the word hero, but you know. As long as as long as we're plugging things, can I throw one out for Golden Apple? Absolutely. Well, this weekend, the twenty first of October, we have Horror Master himself, John Carpenter, signing oh, uh, his new his new book. Yeah, this is our fifth year in a row. He always does Halloween with Golden Apple. That is so, so cool. Yeah, That's we're really cool. excited to have him. So if you're if you're in the Los Angeles area, come on out. That is. Well, Sweet. shit, I just stepped all over my announcement. I did not mean to one-up. Yeah. That's pretty no, no, rad. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> 
Yeah. Not mean that at all, but all of your all of your plugs are awesome. Yeah. I have to give it like I that's that's pretty awesome. This is John Carpenter. That's that's pretty that's, sick. that's pretty are, outstanding. Yeah, Dominic, are you in the uh, are you in the LA area? I am actually in the San Francisco Bay Area, so just close enough okay. to be uh, to make it a tease and to make me sit here and go, do I need to drive down there immediately to see well, John Carpenter go well, Apple? Because I am thinking about it right now. I'll say it live. If you do, I'll, I'll make sure you get in. That won't be a problem. Okay, that's that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you, heard, you, you heard it all here first, everybody. Schedule. Cronyism at its finest. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get on to the matters at hand here. Uh, don't, so, don't shit on my parade, man. I want to meet John Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> well, go. You, you know, I mean, you know where it's at now. Nobody hating. I'm not hating. I'm, I'm a little upset, <laughs> a little, little let down, but that's okay. So let's uh, let's go to what are you geeking out about, and we'll start with you, Dominic. What we do here is just a real quick. What you're geeking out about real heavy right now, and we just do it real fast, comment on it, and then move on. So, Dominic, what are you geeking out about right now? I am geeking out about, I uh, finally download, I'm geeking out about Lore, Lore Podcast Show. I'm watching yeah. it on Amazon and checking it out, and despite the fact that uh, Aaron Mankey does talk as much like a robot as he possibly can, he does tell great stories, and he picked the best stories to do a show out of it. With the producers behind uh, Walking Dead, and they went to Amazon with the show, and it's pretty good. It's it's super fun. It's like animated with reenactments and him narrating and just kind of telling the story of. Basically, the theme of that whole show is just how terrible humans can be to humans. So it's really an awesome show to listen to, especially nowadays. <laughs> that was you like a see, good time. Oh, it's just great when all of a sudden the husband decides his wife is a changeling and just just tortures her to death oh, it's geez. just hard, yeah it, but it's but if you're like me and you like the dark and spooky um things in the world like this is a very fascinating podcast but it's a great uh it's a great show so i've been really geeking out about that okay well, that's awesome paul what are you geeking out about this week i never thought i'd ever say this but i'm geeking out about star trek stuff Awesome. What about Star Nerd. Trek stuff? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. So I take back everything I said about the Orville. <laughs> I've grown to enjoy it quite thoroughly now. I gave it a second try, and I've been watching the episodes, and now I'm, like, I'm pretty hooked on it. Like, I just like it. It's just enjoyable. I don't know why. I like it. And Discovery is awesome. I'm not a Star Trek guy, so I don't, like, nitpick the hell out of it. I just take it for what it is. And, and uh, I've been enjoying both a lot, so that's kind of what I've been kicking out about Star so, Trek stuff. So have I, and and I did tell you our buddy Rico Anderson was in an episode of The Orville, right? Yes, yeah, okay. I listened to the episode. So and, yeah. he, he might punch you in the nose, but I'm just, you know, saying. No, I'm, I'm on board. Okay. <laughs> I took it back. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I'm, the show. I'm still trying to figure it out myself. I like it a lot, but I also feel like I'm watching fan fiction for Star Trek. It does exist so. in a really strange place because you expect a parody, but it's not a parody. It's just like a love letter to Star Trek with dick and pot jokes in it. Yeah. It's like, which is yeah. weird. Like if Kirk was divorced and stuck with his ex-wife and just swearing up a storm. Yeah. Which it's, it's definitely gotten better. I agree. Yeah. Um, I've been enjoying later episodes. Well, you know, one of my biggest problems with Star Trek and, and the next generation is that pop culture ended in the 1800s as far as star trek goes like if it's music it's like beethoven if it's you know if it's 
a theater. It's literally theater. It's not TV. It's not a movie. It's it's theater from you know 500 years before them. At least in the Orville, you get a sense that there's a history that led right up to them. Well, let's not go too far with that because what what you then have is Orville's going to age so quickly. Oh, but of course. That's the thing with, yeah. with Star Trek when they when they reference Shakespeare and they reference you know classical music, that's going to last a lot longer. Yeah, yeah. It's it's as if for Orville that there, like there was some horrible nuclear apocalypse about the year twenty twenty five, so they have no references past that. Um, that it does it does seem that way, but you know you got that with Discovery too, with the uh, talking like an airplane, uh, uh, an air an airline captain telling people where to look for a mountain range. But I digress. Joe, what are you uh, geeking out about this week? Uh, I'm geeking out about a thing that I bought off of eBay, and it's it's in front of me right now, and it's a Superman the Movie diorama set from 1978. Really? Huh. Yeah. I had it when I was a kid, and a couple weeks ago, I... Like the cardboard one? Cardboard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, made out of paper. Uh-huh, 100%. Holy I crap. had one when I was a kid. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it in decades. And something jumped in my head a couple weeks ago, and I found one available on eBay, and I bought it, and it is awesome. And it arrived. It is complete. I'm going to end up scanning it and trying to make copies so that it, I can build it without ruining the original. That's a great idea. Yeah, and, and awesome. it's it's so great. It's like a three-piece diorama, so one uh, like a triptych. So one side is, is Clark lifting the truck in Kansas where uh, Glenn Ford almost got crushed. Mm-hmm. And the other the other side is uh, is Lois falling off the helicopter on the Daily Planet and Superman flying up to save her. And the other side is Krypton with Baby Clark in the uh, Baby uh. LL, in the, in the Crystal Ship. Yeah, it's I had it as a kid, and I it I was I think I got it when I was too young to kind of understand how to do it, and so it just always stymied me. I was never able to put it together properly. So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, you know, for those those of us who grew up during that period when a lot of the shit we got was pressed out of cardboard and then glued together or whatever, yeah. a lot of our toys were ruined because they were quite literally made out of the cheapest shit they could find in the Republic of uh, <laughs> Taiwan. Oh, I do remember those days. So um, what am I geeking out about right now? The Friday the 13th game on PS4. Nice. Nice. I just yeah. downloaded that. Did you? I finally did it. I did it. I told you I was going to, I did. Okay, I, I gotta get you on there, because I'm tired of playing against nine-year-olds who have a, a dirtier mouth than me. <laughs> Dude, I got stomped the, first, the very first time. It was actually creepy. It was actually Oh, it creepy. is. It is. And you're like, yeah. the, the flight or, uh, fight or flight response actually kicks in while you play this game. I made all the same mistakes. I just played it once. I made all the same mistakes as that you see in the, in, in the horror movies in Hollywood. Like, I was just like, I hid under the bed. I, I set a bear trap. He got hit. He walked by, and then he left. And then I got bored, so I crawled out of the bed. And I was like, "What's going on?" I don't know. And then he ran up and just stomped my head. Gotcha, and I was like, right "Well, there. that was that was that was bad." Okay, I, I'll have to keep an eye out for you, things. We'll have to. I'm trying to get together a team of like eight people that we can play together with. And so it's awesome to know you got it. It's a lot of fun. I, I'm having fun. I do wear my hockey mask when I play it, though, so I am nerding out a little heavy. <laughs> that's, that's so funny i just put a bag a pillow over my head with one eye cut out of it mm-hmm. total total set number two you know you know what cracks me up dominic is when i met you you were wearing a friday the 13th t-shirt yes and i asked you what your favorite movie was and you said part one what you didn't tell me at that time is by then you hadn't watched any of the others 
I hadn't watched all of them because they were because a lot of them are dumpster fires. Yes, but part two <laughs> is awesome horror movie making. Yeah, all right, well, it's 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 all right. Yeah, uh, it's good. Okay, it's, it's it's not as good as one, but three is essentially just like look at me do the three D. And the only thing that's cool about three is the hockey mask. So yeah, but like two, two solid, two solid, one great. I don't know. I've been I've been working my way through them and. Yeah. Uh, Various, uh, uh, some gotcha. of them better than others. You can stop at four, honestly. Yeah. Oh man, you got to go to Jason X, man. That's you can jump right to it, not miss a beat. I did end up skipping out and kind of seeing the remake from 2009. I like that. That kind of tries to sum up two and three, and I thought that that actually did a great job. And I got somebody mad at me when I said that, but I was like. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Did you did you miss them throwing something at the screen to take advantage of the cheap ass 1980s 3D glasses that everyone was wearing? Or I, I, did I did I ruin that by loving 2009? I thought they did a good job. Yeah, I like it quite you, a bit. Yeah, you could plug that one right into one, and that pretty much sums up Jason. Yep. And it gets it gets you gets you there. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it was like yeah. a a greatest hits cover album. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thought. All right. So that's what we were geeking out about this week. So uh, let's go to our top three news stories. Um, you know, funny, I mean, we missed last week because I was on an airplane at this time. And so we actually had two weeks and there wasn't, I mean, there's a lot of stuff, but there's nothing really worth talking about. Was there, Paul? Not a whole lot. Not, not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah. So, crazy. yeah, we'll start with the first one. And I think the thing, I don't know if any of us still watch Arrow. Uh, I know Paul doesn't, Joe. I don't think you do. Dominic, no. do you? I, I gave up on it just because it got, it just, I don't know. Okay. Punished. It was just became a Punisher. It was just sort of like, yeah. not Punisher isn't cool Punisher. It was just, well, ah, come on. The other thing it did was it Batmanified Green Arrow. Except... <laughs> Which La is ironic. Yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah. I was gonna say it's not really because Green Arrow was just a knockoff of Batman in the first place. But last night on the show, Oliver Queen had to address rumors that he was the Green Arrow, and then he did something you didn't expect, and he said, "Well, somebody could have photoshopped Bruce Wayne's face on there too." So we now know that within the CW universe, Bruce Wayne exists. Do you think we'll ever see Bruce Wayne or Batman on there? Anybody? I won't. Because, uh... <laughs> yeah, but how about Supergirl or or, or uh, Legends of Tomorrow or The Flash? I, I think their I think their death grip has loosened a little bit with Gotham being on TV, but I feel like they can't actually have them on there while Gotham's on the air. Like literally, like literally, can't have them on there. Yeah, probably something in the the day to day legal issues. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I I got super excited when they showed the back of. Uh... Harley's head, and then they realized, oh no, she's going to be in a movie, so we can't use her. So I was just like, you know what, you guys work it out, and then call me when you have this all like sorted, and what kind of show you get to make, and what kind of movies you get to make, and then I'll I'll come back and check in when you guys understand what's going on. Yeah, when they when they had just, an awesome like, version of the Suicide Squad going, and they went, oops, we gotta like not have this anymore. Yeah, yeah, and it was, it's just I feel like that's my only complaint with. Um, the way DC's handling their movies and their shows is it's just like chaos. And it's like, look, either they're connected and everyone can use everything or they're or they're not connected and everyone can use everything, but just don't try to like it seems like they're like trying to throw each other under the bus. There's like these corporate executives that's like, "No, no, no, I got the rights to this and I'm going to develop it." And it's just you guys are killing me cuz this well, is a great property. 
I, I can tell I can tell you that there is a lot of a lot of people trying to stake claims uh and the DC and DC TV. Yeah. There's a lot of back and forth with people saying, I want to do something with this guy and it's a lot of political uh, you know navigation. But specifically Batman, his rights, while it's certainly owned by Warner Brothers, they're also they're really heavily farmed out as well. So mm-hmm. they they are pretty they are pretty limited as what they can actually do with Batman. Well, yeah, but when, I, when you see all like the supporting characters, that's the stuff where there's a fair amount of putting your flag in the ground and saying, I'm using these guys. You can't touch them. Yeah, I get it. It's just like, I mean, I know everyone likes Gotham, but for me, as soon as it showed wait, up, wait, I was wait, like, oh, wait, 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 who likes Gotham? Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Because it seems like a lot of people around me like Gotham Area. and they keep trying to convince me to watch it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like I needed to watch a TV show equivalent of the Star Wars prequels, like everything yeah. I like about gotham except the one guy i like about gotham like the only reason i'm in gotham is to pay attention to batman and oh great he's a little kid that's perfect how oh, wonderful jar jar why don't we just throw in jar jar binks and complete the cycle this is great this is everything that i didn't want to you're watch. not you're not wrong yeah not at all you're not alone I, on that good i'm i my respect for you gentlemen has gone up <laughs> well now now i'm sad we haven't seen jar jar on there <laughs> well, because I'm, I'm trying to think of who's the DC equivalent of Jar Jar. Uh, oh God, who's the little Gnort? Yeah, Gnort. Oh, that's that's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did Gnort ever do to you guys? Hey, listen, I like Gnort. Yeah. But that is the right answer. That is, it absolutely is. But here's the thing: at least we know he's down there protecting Antarctica. Should we need him? Absolutely. I. Literally recommended that to someone last week. That is for, awesome. For randomly in the store. I forget. Uh, they were looking for uh, like a funny book or something like that. And I pulled that one out of the back issues and said, this is amazing. That's good <laughs> stuff. Say, that's, I don't know if you guys hear that, but that's the sound of all your listeners Googling who the hell that is. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah, comic good. Books, Please do. Comic books used to come with a certain level of research involved. Like yeah. they, they didn't necessarily, every issue wasn't a brand new restart and they, Recap yes. There's there used to be a certain amount of hey that guy sounds interesting I'm gonna do my own research and figure out who he is. Right. I miss notes from the editor. See issue seventy nine. Ed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Ed. Yeah. That's good stuff. So um yeah the, so we're saying no Batman in uh, Arrow as long as Gintman is running around Gotham. Correct. Yeah. yeah okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I would think, yeah. Well, I still, I still like the name drop. I'm still upset that I don't have a Booster and Beetle show after ten years being told that there's one in the works. They're just gonna ruin it, anyways. They no, because really you know what? Originally, they could have done something like got Nathan Fillion and um, oh, you cannot bring up Nathan Fillion for every geek related <laughs> casting. Yeah, I could have 15 numbers. years so ago a, when it was first talked new, about. I forget what the name of the rule is that, about bringing up Hitler in an online argument. But there needs to be a rule for Nathan Fillion. Oh you yeah, but if you if you fifteen years ago, up, hold like, on, wait hold a minute. On. If fifteen years ago you, you, you were going to do that show and you got Nathan him and Fillion. Alan Tudyk to play Booster and Beetle, it would have worked. I just I just want to throw out there that I actually once saw him like re- address this kind of thing where he was like, "Hey, I can't do everything. Come yeah. on, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't yeah. really do anything that much. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know. yeah. it just what counts is... money at this point. Yeah, it counts residuals." Really? 
All right, that's enough about Bruce Wayne being in the Arrowverse. I don't know why they call it the Arrowverse. Why not call it the Flashverse now? Because he was the first one to start? Yeah, but remember, Flash went back, fucked up the whole universe, and rebooted the whole thing himself anyways. So it's his now. You should call it the Quiververse, really. Quiververse. (laughs) Sounds dirty. It does. Makes me think of Supergirl for some reason, but I don't know why. Hmm. Quiververse. Yeah. All right, so uh, the Punisher. All right, 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 Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't say she had to work for me. Yeah. Yeesh. That whole thing just went dark on us all. I don't like the direction any of that went. Hey, so the Punishers finally got a, a release date announced. Uh, it looks like November 17th. Mm-hmm. It's a strange time yeah. to be excited about the Punisher, though, I think. He's the hard one to love. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's never going to be a good time. We talked about yeah. this a little bit last yeah. time. Like, there's never going to be a good time. Yeah, except when Dolph Lundgren played him. I really enjoyed that. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Well, he's he is awesome. He's awesome, but he's also comes with a lot of baggage when you start trying to talk yep. about how cool he is because he's essentially a murderer. Uh-huh. So, essentially. Yeah, I was going to say, essentially is just an extra really. word at that point. Absolutely. Okay. It's, I, I'm, I'm being a little political here and kind. You know, to, He's essentially a murderer. No. But, I mean, it is hard to be like... I imagine it would be very hard to celebrate your brand new show about that one guy who kills everyone right now. Yeah, right. that's like, what I would think too. Difficult. It's like that that but, joke they did about like uh, the Passion of the Christ. Are like, you know, Jesus had this whole amazing life. Let's focus on the hour where they beat him before they nailed him to a cross. It's <laughs> <laughs> very yeah. If you want to see the movie where Christ gets his ass kicked, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, we could sit there and say all this about Punisher and how awkward and difficult it is, but he is really awesome. Yeah, how about the casting? Yeah. I think they really did a bang up job casting this oh, guy. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Barenthal. Yeah, I'm, def- I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, I do kind of want to just see them put him in a skull T-shirt and not funk around with a bunch of armor and stuff. But I know that you know that's not realistic. They got to try to make it look somewhat grounded in reality. But yeah, so we all we all pretty excited about the Punisher. As oh, long yeah. as they don't have yeah. the Iron Fist in it, that's yes. all of that. that- <laughs> Unless, unless Frank is shooting Danny in the head. Yeah, Dude, yeah. that guy. Oh, oh my God, that guy. Oh God. Does that mean he's the Marvel Sorry. equivalent to Jar Jar Binks? Dude, I don't know, man. That actor's decent in everything else I've ever seen him in, but in that movie, he just uh, is died it on the actor? Arrival. Is it the actor? Or is it the character? Because I remember the first scene they put him in. He looks around in his father's offices. He goes, "I used to ride my skateboard there." I'm thinking, douchebag. I'd fucking punch you just for like being around me talking like that. It's like I I don't know who's Yeah. You guys hear that? Yeah. What was that? I don't know what that is. I uh, was just getting a fair amount of feedback. Um I blame the actor. I blame yeah. I, I think his performance is garbage. It's just garbage. Every, yeah. Everything's a hushed whisper. I'm Danny Rand. I'm Danny Rand. Dude, you know. He dragged the defenders down so bad. <laughs> like uh. You know, uh, what, one of the things that killed me, I know we're supposed to be talking about Punisher, but one of the things, but that actor is great. He's doing a great job. But uh, the, uh, the, I found out watching it, I was watching the series, and I was just struggling to get through it. And I was like, God, I hate this. And then they had that one guy show up who was like the drunken 
uh, doing the drunken master yes. kind of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, dude, this guy's stealing. This is great. That guy's awesome. And I was like, this is my favorite scene of, of this so far. And then I found out that he was in the running to get the role until yeah. they gave it to that guy. Right. And yeah. I was like, oh, you jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, missed the boat. I Huge hope, mistake. I really hope the Punisher's better than that because uh, it'll it will John Bernthal is rad, but man, I'm not, I'm not. I'm a little worried about Netflix now. They don't. They don't. They didn't slam dunk it. These last two. Well, yeah, but I mean, those are two very much related to the same thing, though. It's not like they did two separate things that both sucked. They they had two Iron Fist heavy projects. And he was like an anchor tied around its neck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like how everyone's just quietly thinking about how badly yeah. that was. And how not like friends Luke Cage and that, that particular <laughs> Danny Rand would be. They're not going to become friends. No, no they're really no not. Way. No way. And that was the thing you, I was stoked about. Could you imagine that Danny Rand hooking up with that Misty Knight? Oh, no, I, uh, I can't. Not at all. I mean... Not even, not even. It's more. it's so bad. Even talking about him is making feedback during this podcast. That's yeah, how bad yeah. he is. Are you guys still getting feedback? Because I'm not hearing any. It's kind of like a Morse code. Like maybe one of us is trying to ask for help. Oh, could be, huh? It's possible. That's weird. I got high hopes for Punisher. I got a friend of mine is actually writing on it, and uh, he gives he gave us a thumbs up, and he, he he. He he's he's very honest about this, the 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 quality of the other programs. So he said this one looks pretty pretty good. That's good. Good. Yeah, because I'm I want to be excited about Punisher, which is also weird to say nowadays, but I do want to be excited about it. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, yeah, me too. I, yeah. I don't know. Now I'm all stuck on Iron Fist and not able to separate the thought. So let's move on to the next one. <laughs> the awesomely, yeah. the awesomely titled Solo, the Han, the, the, the Han Solo Star Wars movie. I, 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 Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh, Boy, whatever. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, that, what did you want it to be? I don't know. Could have yeah. just been Han Solo. You don't need to tell me more than that, do you? No, they're, all the anthologies are going to be a Star Wars story. Yeah. That's, that's what the theme they're going with. Yeah. Although, if they were smart... They would have put that. They would have put that in front of it for library purposes. Yeah, uh, for yeah, category. Yeah, yeah. yeah category. So now yeah. It, yeah. So now it's it's kind of screwing them up. But um, yeah, because well, as far said. as I knew, solo was a genre of porn film. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you went? Wow. Is that that's immediately where your mind went, huh? Not immediately, but pretty quickly. I, mean... <laughs> I was like, wasn't yes. that wasn't that the title title of the Octomom's uh, sex uh, sex tape? Yes, yeah. but uh, no. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, that's what a friend of mine told me. Well, because she didn't. Don't don't pretend. Even I remember, and I never saw it. But like, it's still. It's, she was only going to be by herself, and she was just going to be getting herself off. And they called it solo. I remember. That's the last thing I heard about Octomom. Yeah, but. Uh. But thanks for thanks for linking that in my head for the rest of the the so, build up this movie. So enjoy the Han Solo movie, everybody. I think it's gonna be awesome. I sure hope so. Oh, yeah. I, I hope so too. Um, oh, come, on. Disney stepped in and, and looked at everything and went, uh, no, no, 
you know it was Kathleen Kennedy who stepped in and was just like, no, 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 and no. You go get acting lessons. This is all. Like, I like how it's like there's this question of, like, how's the credits going to be divided over the film? You know that aside from establishing shots, they tossed all this into a garbage and lit it on fire and started over. Like, I think you're right. About. I think you're right. Because it went from, oh, we're just doing about four weeks of shooting to we just wrapped in October. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they cut parts. There were, like, actors that got fired and didn't come back because their character was gone. Nope. Like, yeah, Ron Howard came in and went, nope. <laughs> and they just changed everything. It's well, going to be fine. Yeah, it just, you know, I, I'm I'm not talking alone here. That's my favorite character in the Star Wars saga. So I'm just, like, afraid of everything they could do to fuck it up somehow. Now, that being said, Kathleen Kennedy's done a pretty good job of, you know, like you're saying, writing, writing uh, herd on everybody and keeping everything where they want it to be. But I still fear for the worst. Well, hey, all the solo talk reminds me, I had a conversation at work this week. Um, I figured out a fanfic way Han, Han is not dead. Really? Yeah. So it turns out that pit that he was over when he got stabbed in the in the chest, mm-hmm. that was actually a Bacta storage pit. So ah. when he fell, he hit the Bacta. But the, the uh, first order, they have to take, they have to evacuate all the Bacta. They have to take it with them because they had so many, so many sick Bacta, like so many injured soldiers. Okay. So they so they flushed the Bacta. So Han got flushed into one of the escape ships, and then when they were got into space. He, they like, oh my God! There's a guy floating in this back to tank, which kind of helped heal him and keep him alive. So uh-huh. he's alive. So boom, boom, fanfic done. Just wrote that for you. Yeah, I think that yeah. works. Yeah. The entire time you were saying that, all I could picture was Harrison Ford just starting to cry and just say, yeah. "Leave me alone! Just totally leave cool. me alone! Oh, no. I just, just I wanted him to die in Empire. I've been trying since 1984 to kill this guy. Come on, 100 percent that. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was. That was how, rewinding it a couple of years, that was how I first personally tipped off to that Han was going to die when I, they first started interviewing him, and he was so happy in interviews. And this was like two two or three months before the movie. And he was yeah. smiling, and he's like, yeah, I love it. Star Wars is great. I'm like, I'm sitting there couch, I go, oh, God, they're killing him off. Yeah, I'm like, this is the only thing that can make that man that happy. They're killing uh-huh. off Han Solo. I knew they were killing him as soon as he signed on. As soon as I, I heard like, they oh, signed yeah. him, I was like, yep, he's going to die. <laughs> he's dead. He's the one that dies. Yeah. I didn't expect them to make uh, Luke the MacGuffin, though. But, like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I, I knew he was dead as soon as he was signing on. That it had, there was no other way. I think this movie's going to be great. I think Ron Howard's awesome. I mean, think about it. Willow? Willow was great. Oh. Oh, you, fantastic. you go back to Willow. Willow, all <laughs> the way back to Willow. Like that, Willow. Movie, that movie was proof positive that this one's going to be awesome. Well, what has you he know, done that's like sci-fi or fantasy since then? Apollo and, 13? Oh, I don't count that. That's not fantasy. Most of that happened. <laughs> Sci- what, science? Yeah. Hey, I thought that was fake. Space, it's space, it's science. I guess it counts as sci-fi, but I, I kind of thought that as historical drama. I he felt was, like this is the most lighthearted thing he's done since Willow. That's he's why he's really good as Opie. Okay, we're gonna throw it that yeah. back. He, yeah. he, he should be on Well, yeah, I just figured if Willow was game, so was Andy Griffith. You know, <laughs> me and Winkler, we're gonna we're gonna be in the movie. We're gonna we're gonna do solo. Winkler and I. We're oh my gonna... god! I hope he brought in Henry Winkler for a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was you gotta, you gotta remember I was hoping they were gonna cast Zach Braff and Don Faison as uh, Han Solo and Lando 
So, two yes, more people, two more people like Nathan Fillion that you're never allowed to bring up. See, for, for... no, you can't, you can't do this to like all Thank my favorites, <laughs> Joe. You're Joe. You know what you are? You're like some kind of nerd, nerdum Hitler. That's what you are. Oh, there you go. There, you go. Yeah, there it is. Or the Hitler around there. Well, yeah. well, well seems listen, a, hey, seems I'm having a real renaissance. I'm having a real renaissance these days. I'm very popular. <laughs> I was going to say, seems appropriate right now, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Save that apparently, for later. Apparently, in America, it's the Hitler sons. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good God. Uh, yeah. So, yes, I am excited to see it. I am guardedly cautious about the whole thing, though. Um, but you know, I'm hoping you guys are right. Of course, who thought that Phantom Menace was going to be such a dumpster fire? I'm really. I'm at best. I'm a little worried about that they had to send the main actor to acting lessons. And I'm assuming that was for, they felt like he needed to get better at doing Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford yeah, right. You know, cause I keep remembering, uh, what was the actor? He's awesome. He's in so many. You and, you and McGregor. Came, well, uh, cause he, na- cause he nailed Obi-Wan. He nailed, he nailed Obi-Wan. There was also, uh, uh, he was in. He nailed Bones and the new Star Trek. Uh, Carl, Urban. Yeah, Carl Urban. Keith Urban. Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Keith Carl Urban. Urban. Yeah. Urban. Isn't it Urbane? Urban? Yeah. Car- Urban. Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Yeah. Dude, he killed both. I mean, yeah. he killed it. Like he got DeForest Kelly like amazingly. But like, I feel like that they must have watched the dailies and the the initial and just been going. This this kid's not nailing it at all. You know, I wonder about that too. Um, when you're when you're recasting a role like that, I mean, obviously you want it to seem like the original actor, but shouldn't an actor, when performing a role, get to stretch and be themselves? You know, get to express themselves a little bit in it. So, I mean, I understand. We all, if we all watch it and we don't think of Harrison Ford, we're all going to be like, "Fuck, that's terrible." But at yeah. the same time. I think no, I think not not in this situation exactly you're yeah. exactly right it's not James Bond it's a very specific character and and set as a prequel to it it's so even if like if it were I don't even know just yeah I don't yeah no 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 the answer is no <laughs> no you do a Harrison Ford impersonation and you move on with your life and then your next role your next role you can stretch your acting chops this is commerce you, you can do art next time yeah, well, you and McGregor yeah. nailed it. He nailed it yes, so good. He totally did. Like he was the best part about the prequels. Yep. Absolutely. He was literally the only part of the prequels that mattered, except for like watching Yoda fight. Like yeah. that was it. Like those, those are the two things you got the, yep. when you walked away. You're like, okay, that wasn't bad. Yeah. Speaking of which, Paul, you're getting your uh, your drain. There is going to be an Obi Wan movie. It looks like, yes. I hope so. Okay. Oh, that totally is. Oh. Yeah, I really hope so. Watch you and McGregor do any interview about it where he like goes, "Well, I'm totally open, and I'm yeah. I'm certainly the right age." And he gets this weird smile, and it's like, "Oh, you've been talking." Yes, I just wanted to be like a Western set on Tatooine where he has to like I'll ride be... in, murder a whole bunch yes. of people, and blow away at the uh, end. Yes, yeah. so happy. They have, ex- they have to explain why Ray's going to be a Kenobi. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping. <laughs> well, you know what? The rest of our format's all fucked up. We might as well riff on this for a minute. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, she's got the <laughs> accent. I've said since the beginning she must be a Kenobi, maybe a Kenobi Skywalker. We haven't or talked. Maybe, or maybe a Palpatine. Um. No, yeah, I could see that. I hadn't really thought about that though. 
But I got one for you guys. The accent is definitely a big direction. Yes. I got I got one for you guys. When they said, when everybody was like, who's Ray's parentage? Is she a Skywalker and all this? Daisy Ray, or what's her name? Daisy Ray? Is that her name? Daisy Ridley. Ridley. I was like, that's not right. Daisy Ridley was like, I thought it was incredibly obvious who her parentage is and what her lineage is. I'm shocked anyone's confused. And then if you look at it, you're like, whose voice does she hear when she touches the sword? Who's who? Like how she's living by herself out in the middle of the desert. And if you, even if you look at how J.J. Abrams does all of his movies being tributes to back, him finding that the Skywalker Kenobi dance is it's just, yeah, it's clearly that's who it's going to be. And this next movie is going to show exactly how that could come to be. Yeah, I just, well, yeah, I, I'm thinking it will. And you're right, except when she touches that lightsaber, you hear Vader, which, you know, maybe just because yes. that was his saber, or yep. maybe it's because that's where my theory that she's both the Skywalker and the Kenobi came from, though. Well, I guess we'll just see. Have yep. to wait and see. Because here's the one well, thing we know about the Jedi. They left uh, all sorts of unparented progeny throughout the universe. Yeah. It's a bunch of slutty monks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> born across the galaxy. Can't marry, but I can't impregnate. Good lord. How'd you like to handle my elegant weapon for a nobler time? <laughs> that certainly takes the uh, explanation of, like, well, it's true from a certain point of view <laughs> to another level. See, now right. we're talking about POV porn, so this whole thing's coming around. <laughs> Paul just sounded disgusted with that one. <laughs> oh, all right. We better move on then. Um, Paul, I'm going to let you take the lead on this one because this is, this is your thing, or mostly your thing. Uh, the trailer for Black Panther came out. Yeah, so two trailers came out, and I've been wanting to talk to you guys about yeah. this. So Black Panther and Last Jedi, but let's talk about Black Panther. Uh, what do you guys think of the trailer? Because I am, like, ridiculously excited for Black Panther. Uh, some of you guys already know that my son's favorite Marvel character is Black Panther, so he's super stoked. Um, I, I will say, though, that the only thing I did not like about Black Panther was the song that they played. Uh, but that's just for my disdain of modern rap music. But what do you guys think? The only thing I didn't like about the Black Panther trailer is that it's only a trailer and we can't watch that movie right now. I cannot wait. <laughs> that movie's going to be ridiculously good. Oh, my God. And speaking for white America, uh, I'm afraid because the revolution is coming with that movie. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Loved everything about it. I think it's amazing. It looks awesome. My my only critique is that I'm really sick of the bad versions of the hero yeah. that comes up. So that's the only – when I saw the guy yeah. bringing on the other suit, I was like, that's the only thing I don't like other than that. It's because we've seen that a couple times now. Yeah, it uh, might be Iron Man a little bit. Yeah, it's like Iron Man, Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. It's like Doctor Strange. I was like, okay, let's calm down. But yeah. that said, that movie looks awesome. So <laughs> good. It looks so good. Yeah, they all learned a lot from Guardians of the Galaxy, and that seems to have picked up the right things mm-hmm. in terms exactly. of creating a city and a world and not being afraid of color, of, yes. you know, like the vibrancy of the backgrounds, and I'm, I'm on board. I'm sold. That cast, that cast is ridiculous. So the yeah. one thing that I thought of immediately – okay, first off, it looked amazing. Also love the secret African society of, of uh, futuristic uh, technology that the rest of the world wasn't let in on. It's a really cool concept. Whoever directed this, or at least did the look for it and the style and the color, I want them to direct the Dune movie. That's what I want to see. Yeah, well, it's well, Ryan Coogler from uh, from Creed. Yeah. 
Is it what? Yep. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, yep. That's awesome. Yeah, it's I can't wait for it. Oh, I had had no idea. It looks amazing. I mean, everything about it just looks astounding. Um it, it's kind of holding true to Marvel. They do have a, like a music and a sometimes villain problem, so we shouldn't be too shocked by it that we're seeing kind of you know, beat yeah. that drum one more time, but I know. think the music was just for the trailer. I don't think the like when you're actually watching the movie. Yeah, but what's your what's your favorite what's your favorite Marvel Universe uh, theme song or theme piece of music? Spider Man, Spider Man, <laughs> neighborhood Spider. Only had to go fifty years in the past for that one. <laughs> you know, they peaked early. Yeah, that's really. Yeah, that's well, right. the thing is, it's like hard to improve on perfection. Well, but like in your head, like if I say, oh, how about the um. You know the the Donner Marvel, Superman theme. Yeah, no, Marvel doesn't yeah. have great. Marvel yeah. does not yeah. have great themes. They, they really don't. Yeah, it's and like, they, you know, and that's kind of six and one and a half dozen of the other. But there yeah. is a reason that they're going to reuse the uh, the Superman theme in the new Justice League movie. Oh. They're also using the Batman theme. They're using uh, the, uh, yeah, the yeah, Danny Elfman. Yeah, because yeah. didn't Elfman come in to score it? Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. bringing in that theme for Batman because oh, they didn't talk about it. Wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 I think I, I was reading something. Uh, I forget. I totally forget where. So, pardon me for being unsourced here. But a, a lot of the some of the reasons why we don't have those really really epic themes is is these days they just don't give uh, the the musicians enough time to score something that epic. That's totally true. They're they totally have like, rushed. It's so fast. It's so rushed that they kind of just go, okay, well I have this stuff in a bag, and I can apply it here. You know, and make some tweaks. They don't have the kind of time that John Williams does currently still take or yeah. did take. Which is yeah. terrible. Which is terrible because, I mean, those themes are so iconic. It's everything. Yes. I mean, Hans Zimmer nailed Wonder Woman's theme. That is incredible. I don't think he. I don't think he topped uh, John Williams' Superman theme by any means. Um, oh. I didn't hear that. And like, I mean, why bother? With any other Batman theme, you found it. That they well, found yes. it back with Danny Elfman. That was well, it. I would, well, for Wonder Woman, I, I'll throw this out there. He 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 nailed a Wonder Woman stinger. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? The whole song's like, good though. Is I like it? I mean, yeah. but like, but like, I can sit there. I can listen to the whole song of the Batman theme. I can listen to the whole Superman theme. The Wonder Woman thing. The only thing that sticks in my head, which is good, which is not not knocking it, but is the kind of electric guitar. You know, like. Yeah bit like the chorus bit i guess yeah the i don't think of that as a full theme yeah i just think of that more as like a stinger or 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 a phrasing not everybody is going to be a danny elfman or john williams and i think hans zimmer is a very talented musician but i don't think he's necessarily as great as they make him sound to be but it doesn't for shits and giggles i'm gonna do this real quick dominic what do you think the best soundtrack for a movie that you can name off the top of your head was are you so are you going original or are you going like actual utilizing like pop songs into a, a soundtrack i would prefer to go original but i mean there's been good good use of pop songs as well uh well i mean honestly it's really hard to i i know this is not an exciting answer of like throwing you guys off or anything but i honestly think john williams star wars yeah. uh, soundtrack yeah. is literally the best Yep. And I mean, most of the things he's touched has been so iconic because he's been given the time and because he has these just really great insights of creating these riffs and these movements and songs that are just so spot on and so memorable. Yeah. And since him, like, though there are a lot of other composers out there, I thought that for a runner up, I would honestly 
I know there's a lot that you could go here, but if you want if you want to go whole soundtrack, I would say Danny Elfman with Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Cause, oh, I wouldn't even consider that. Because nice. it is completely unlike anything else that is out there, and just like Tim Burton has a touch on stuff, as soon as you hear Danny Elfman, you're like, well, that's him. So that's that, and that's Pee Wee. And like, it's kind of every other music for Pee Wee's been in the shadow of that first movie since, even though he's not like this huge thing. But yeah, in terms of soundtracks, it's going to be hard to get around Star Wars. Literally every piece is just you could you could go to a, a classical, you can go to a symphony and watch them perform that entire piece, and you would not be bored. True. Yeah. Um, Joe, if you had to pick a favorite soundtrack, what would yours be? Uh, well, uh, for for pop song stuff, it would have to be the Dead President soundtrack, start to finish, best movie well, soundtrack album I've ever come across ever. Uh, and then uh, for orchestral stuff, I I gotta go John Williams, but I I think I feel like I go uh, one of the Raiders. I think I, I feel okay. like I go Raiders. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's but also love, really good. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you can't. I've got. That's what I listen to whenever I create. I just listen to movie soundtracks, and it always goes back to, it always just goes back to John Williams. Whenever I'm drawing or writing or anything, it's just all movie soundtracks and, yeah. You kind of exposed your favorite, by the way, because you called it Raiders. So it's obviously Raiders of the Lost Ark is what you're thinking of. Yeah, of <laughs> like, course, for the yeah. most part. Yeah. So, yeah. Not one of the Indiana Jones movies. It was no, Raiders, no, no. Star Raiders. that you love. Yeah, Raiders for sure. And for Star Wars, though, I, my my flavor goes to. Uh, Empire, just because the Empire track has has the Imperial March, where Star Wars New yeah. New Hope doesn't. Yeah, Paul, told, that, that is a very seamster thing to say, and <laughs> that's the equivalent of going like, yeah, well, you know, their sophomore yeah. album is really the better oh, one. Sure, if you listen yeah. to Research's next album, it really tops the Blue album a lot better. The, totally. When you get to... Paul, how about you? I mean, Star Wars, yeah, one hundred percent. Like, there's there's no other answer for me. Like, I constantly listen listen to those soundtracks. Okay. Oh, so so now I'm going to throw a monkey wrench in this whole thing. For me, I'm going to go with two of them. And one Flash. of them is only Flash Gordon has to be on there. <laughs> but the uh, the soundtrack for the original Conan the Barbarian. Ah, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, what was that guy's name? Uh, Basil Polidoras, who I don't know anything else he's ever done. But I have bought that on CD more than three times in my life. That's cool. But, yeah. You know what song gets me though the most excited? And it did when I was a little kid when I first saw this movie in the drive-in, and when, and it does now is the Superman theme, the original. Yeah, Superman. that's a good. Like, how tough do you ever feel when you're like? I mean, I, I I I dare you guys to deny that you don't like lift your head up to the sky when you hear like, no 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 no, you know. You're oh. just like, All right. I'm ready to lift I, I, this car. Above if I'm my in the, head. if I'm the car and, and do you read my mind comes on, I start I start asking the car the people in the car next to me. Sky. I still love there's That's a, terrible. one of the retrospective episodes of Seinfeld and they had every scene of them running soundtrack to the Superman theme. Oh nice. That, that was funny. amazingly good stuff, yeah. Now the Superman theme, I think, is hard to beat. I mean, in yeah. a lot, as soon as you hear it, you only hear one or two strings on the opening that you know you're hearing the Superman music. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I didn't get to name a pop album, the, uh, an album that grabs pop songs. I'd actually throw out Baby Driver recently. It's oh, a yes. really, really good soundtrack. I haven't seen that yet. It's 
it's really good. I mean, it's it's essentially a Quentin Tarantino movie in a sense, but it's a good one. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino music video. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. It sounded like it violated some child labor laws, so I've been avoiding it so far. It's what the problem is. <laughs> All right, so what did you guys think of the Star Wars trailer, The Last Jedi? A whole lot of misdirection in that trailer. Yeah. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. All right? Okay. Yeah, they yeah. definitely want, want you to think certain things in that trailer for sure. Yeah. yeah it's, and it's, it's like blaringly obvious that it's the opposite of whatever you think it is. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I got to kick off, but then you, you hear people like – I'm sure you guys will say, well, you hear people walk away and then they're like, or you see stuff online and everyone's like, oh my god, is she about to turn to the dark side? It's like, I don't know, because it didn't really look like, uh, you know, Kylo Ren's shirt. And I don't like to go super nerdy here, but that looks a little bit more like, uh, what's his name? The dude's uh, Jar, cut smooth. Jar Jar Binks. Uniform. Jar Jar Binks. What's his he name? Said it. Lobot. Lobot. There we go. Lobot. Lobot. One of the Weasleys. Which one was the Weasley? What does he play? What's his name in this show, in this movie? Oh, uh, General Hux or whatever. Hux. Hux. Yeah. yeah, that looks like Hux uniform. Hux was a Weasley? Huh. Yeah, he was a Weasley. I did not he know was. that. He was? Yes. Do all redheads was... look the same? Is that what's happening right now? <laughs> Only so many carrot redheads acting yeah, right. British. Yeah, he was one of the Weasleys. He was, he was one of the ones that weren't in all the movie. He was the one that showed up. He just grabbed, the dragon just grabbed all the all the dwarves and Harry Potter grabbed all the redheads in Hollywood. It's a great time to be British uh, <laughs> for movies, honestly. But yeah, so that, no, because because uh, Kylo Ren's sleeve it's it's completely threaded, and then there's a texture to his his suit. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we'll see him in a uniform yeah. this movie. That'll really throw us all off. I hope not. I don't know. The scenes on the planet where they have, like, the, the skimming ships. Yeah. And so all that red shit gets kicked up as they're flying. That looks really cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, it looks amazing. Yeah. Cool. I mean, can I'm I, super can I voice my disinterest or my dislike for gorilla-style AT-ATs? <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out why that would make logical sense, but, like, sometimes... Wait. I think they I have know. to brace. I think they have to brace themselves to fire a cannon. That's what that's what the design is for. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. they they walk, but then they quickly kind of kneel down and fire some massive cannon, and then they walk, get back up and walk again. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. yeah okay. I think that's that's the end story reason. Yeah, it definitely looks like they got a reason easy. for it. But well yeah. done. Yeah. No, I was kind of wondering if they like rear up on their back legs and then paw at something. You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, it turns out they're all they all they all they're all gorillas that know sign language. Oh. I noticed they had I noticed they had extra armor on their legs, so clearly they're not interested in getting tripped anymore. Yeah, right. They saw Captain America three. <laughs> right. So are, are we pro, are we pro porgs or anti porgs? Yes. Pro porg. I never I'm I never hated porgs. Ewoks, so I'm gonna be fine with the porgs. I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Just checking. That, uh, pork, that pork screaming with Chewbacca is the greatest thing I've seen. Yeah. Now, now, let me let me just put do. this out there though. If a porg replaces Chewie as the co-pilot of the Millennium Falcon, <laughs> then I might be a little bit anti-porg. I think it's safe to say the Falcon is now safely in Chewie's hands, and good luck trying to get it out of his. But that pork, I don't know. I, I how how much do you want to bet this is going to be a Furby 
like pork that comes out or something there like that. There already is. There is, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. You don't see it, but I'm like looking off going, oh, man, gotcha. this. You know, but like, you know, that's perfect for kids. That's gonna be such a kid thing. Yeah. Well that's oh, yeah. the thing. Let's you know, those of us sitting here in our forties pining over the new Star Wars movie, let's keep in mind this is for the kids. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> it is not for the kids. It is for kids and their parents. And we count as parents at this point, yes. whether you have a kid or not. It's like the new Voltron series. It's like they make it for everybody. It's all good, but no way. It's not just for kids. I, that was a cop-out statement for George Lucas, and I used to work for him, and I like the man, but I'm going to totally say that's bullshit. I'm like, oh, I made these prequels for the kids. No, you didn't. You made <laughs> shitty movies. <laughs> Jackass, you made shitty movies. Did you work for, wait, when, when did you work for George Lucas? When I was like uh, a lot younger, I worked at Skywalker Ranch. I was uh, I I had to get in some way, so I became the server in the uh, Lucasfilm kitchen. Nice. Oh, yeah, so neat. I got to see and sit in on a bunch of meetings that were really interesting, especially looking back when the movies came out. Yeah, it's cool. I have a yeah. third cousin who's the archivist for Lucasfilm, and I only know him because I accidentally emailed him when trying to email somebody I actually knew. But it turned out it turned out that Pete Vilmer, the archivist for Lucasfilm, our great grandfathers were brothers. Oh, funny. oh that's funny. Yeah. Oh. So so don't just tease us. Give us give us the one of the interesting meetings that you that you were a witness to. Uh, I once heard a very interesting argument about how George Lucas was really upset that Spielberg wanted to turn it turned Indiana Jones into James Bond, and there was a stupid scene that he wanted to do where these Nazis were chasing him through the warehouse where they they stored everything and he'd be jumping on all the rafters and they would be shooting it up behind him and he'd just be escaping it all and he said it was stupid and he's like I don't want to turn him into James Bond I think Indiana Jones is a lot cooler than that and I just don't like that kind of stuff and that's a direct quote which was interesting later when Steven Spielberg yeah. <laughs> blamed yeah. George Lucas for how dumb that movie was when I think it was Spielberg that made really? it Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, wow. that alien stuff was not George Lucas's idea, though he took the heat for it later. All that alien stuff was totally Spielberg. And Spielberg was the one that wanted, uh, what's his name, the kid in it? Uh, who Shia. normally? Shia LaBeouf. Not Shia LaBeouf, whatever. Anyway, who I like him, but not in that movie. Not in that movie at all. I don't care about him. I don't care about him at all. Who's that guy with the refrigerator? That's what I hold on. That is actually that is something kids in the 50s used to die in refrigerators, but they would tell kids, like, if you see a nuclear bomb's about to go off, get inside of something. And that was not, but it's not the nuclear part, though, Jeremy. It's being thrown a country (laughs) mile and not just being reduced to bloody pulp when you get out. That's the problem with that scene. Yeah, that was, no, 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 yeah. no, because back in the 50s, no, no, back, back in the so 50s, refrigerators, like... well, hold on, back in the 50s, refrigerators had ballistic gel uh, technology. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Uh, well, that I don't know. I would redact it. Yeah, there's, there's two ways that that scene should have ended in two ways. It either the, the door would, should have flopped open and he would have been dead with a broken neck, or the door, he would have been alive, but the door would have locked closed. And, and he, he wouldn't have been able to get out, and he would have suffocated to death. It, yeah. it should not have ended the way it did. Well, they haven't done that crappy scene. <laughs> should well, speaking of those two jackasses, stuff. should have known that that was a dumb scene, and they shouldn't have Rec- written it in the fucking movie. I recommend the Spielberg documentary on HBO right now. It's really good. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot all about that. I guess I'll have to check. Yeah, it out. yeah. Two hours, forty-five minutes, and it's 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 a big nostalgia trip. Although they do they do bring up some more of the, like the critical responses to some of his stuff. It's not a, it's not completely a ball wash, but uh, it's it's <laughs> it's really good though. Because if you love Spielberg, I love Spielberg. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. it's great. It's great. Yeah, it's a great walk. Problem is, is right now when I hear two hours and two and a half hours, two hours and forty minutes, I go, that's like ten games of Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, but this is on your <laughs> this is on your couch, and you're just reliving everything that was awesome. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. He's an incredible he's an incredible talent, and I mean he's oh, yeah. he's hit it way more than he's not. Yep. But he has definitely had some misses, and that Indiana Jones movie was one of them. <laughs> yeah. that was in, the, in the documentary, when you see young young shots, I think one of the reasons why he liked Shia so much, when you see young photos of Spielberg, he looks just like Shia LaBeouf. Wonderful. Like there's a real, so I could see that either whether subconsciously or not, like he connected to him because he looks like a young Shia. So it's like his like illegitimate love child or something. I know. Well, somebody did to that. <laughs> oh yeah, that okay. Paul, I like your idea. <laughs> Same reason. Yeah. Like, there's always that kid at work who's like works in the warehouse and he always forgets to lock the doors and shit gets stolen because of him, but he makes more than half the sales staff that answer phones and write up orders. Because you know the boss like knocked up his mom and now he has to take care of him. Yeah, that seems really specific. That's yeah. kind of really. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, so that's so, that's the last uh, the last Jedi trailer. The last Jedi. Uh, can't wait. <laughs> no, I I'm, think it's gonna be good. I'm I'm totally excited now. See, November starts real soon here, and I believe. Yeah. I've got a movie or some engagement every weekend from the start of November to the end of the year. And, you know, Thor Ragnarok, I cannot wait to see this movie, and I've not said it, that about a It's amazing movie. reviews. Yeah. It's oh, yeah, good. I can't wait. My kid's going to love it. I can't wait yeah, to take them. that looks astounding. I mean, obviously, Star Wars, I'm going to go see Star Wars. I'll probably go see Star Wars five times at least in the Easy. theater. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Justice League, you know, I'm expecting a better movie, but, you know, well, I'll probably see it twice at least, even if it's mediocre. It's, uh, it's going to be Wonder Woman heavy. I think that's fine. I hope, at this I point. hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be actually okay. From what I heard, and you guys correct me, maybe I'm wrong, but I heard that Joss Whedon stepped in and redid almost everything but the action scenes. And he just restructured the movie around the action scenes, which he's done before. Yeah, because he—that's yeah—that's what we're hearing. Yeah, yeah, and that's, he did that—he that, did that with uh, the second Thor. He tried to save it, and all the good stuff in the second Thor was from him. I had a friend who was working on that movie, who I was like, "So how's the second second Thor?" Because Thor is one of my favorite all-time comic book characters, him and Doctor Strange. And so Thor, I was really excited. I was like, "Is the second movie better?" And my friend just looked at me, and he works at Skywalker Sound, and he just did this like sad shake of his head like a, you could almost barely shake it's like terrible terrible movie and i was like no is it really that bad and then i then he like hit me up later and he's like joss whedon's came in and redid everything like he basically put loki in that whole movie everything loki was him because loki was barely in it hmm. so joss whedon stepped in and like fixed a shit show before so i'm wondering if he did it this time it sounds like he did oh um yeah i'm i'm sure that's what happened it just i i don't guy i I, look, I realize batman vs superman was not a great movie but i don't like all the piling on that happened with um uh, oh, zach snyder 
know, because he made Watchmen, and Watchmen was an unfilmable movie, and he actually made a pretty good version of it. <coughs> I can get through his Dawn of the, or uh, not Dawn of the Dead, what was it? Yeah, that was pretty good. Well, his Dawn of the Dead was really good. Yeah, yeah, Dawn yeah, of the Dead. I really yeah, like that. that was I like that really better good. than the original. That's, yeah, that's a solid movie. Yeah, and then when people didn't know the reason why he had quit, and they started shitting on him for stepping down from that movie, as somebody who's lost a child, that really irritated the shit out of me to hear, you know. But, you know, now, that being said, the guy has no business making a movie with Superman in it. None whatsoever, mm. you know. And uh, so, yeah, I'm hoping for the best. Joss Whedon, of course, has his couple one-trick ponies always hits. Like, there's the line where Batman says, well, that's not the saying. That's the opposite of the saying. There's a version yeah, of that pattern in every Joss Whedon yeah. movie, you know. Oh, hey, shit, guys, we've been talking a long time. I guess we better start wrapping this uh, dog and pony show up. Boop, boop. Oh, do yeah. it. Uh, Paul, good. what are your picks of the week? Uh, let's see. Uh, pick of the week this week is Batman 33 by DC Comics, written by Tom King and art by Joel Jones. Um, so I'm sure you're all aware that Batman is now engaged, which is weird to say. Out loud. Bad idea. Bad idea, Batman. <laughs> no good <laughs> shell cup of this. Some, girl, some girls are friends strong. with benefits. Yeah, sign a strong prenup. Some people yeah. are friends with benefits. Some people are relationships. Yeah. Selena, not the good idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this issue is great. I mean, Tom Tom King. I mean, I have a total boner for Tom King. He's quickly becoming one of my best, my favorite writers. He just his pacing, the way he writes, is just awesome, and it ends. In a very interesting way with his new fiance going to introduce her to his baby mama, Talia. So it should be interesting next issue to see what happens when he, when he meets her. It's just a great issue. That was awesome. Just that had to be an awkward. Uh, so, Selena, this is my baby mama that we've been having an on again, off again for about 43 years. Well, we don't haven't had the meeting yet, but it's like basically like we see Talia like in what it looks like uh, the aftermath of a massive orgy. And she's, like, combing her hair. And they're like, hey, Batman's here. And she's like, oh, I see. Like, give me – prepare my swords. So, like, yeah. this, this is really weird. <laughs> I, I didn't know Joelle Jones was doing Batman because I love her. Uh, Kill, Lady Killer is amazing. I even like the yeah. Brides of Helheim or whatever it was called. Yeah. I, I, it was awesome. She's great. Yeah, yeah. I was. I, I didn't know she was writing or drawing this, but it, it's, the art is still amazing. It's ridiculous. She's she's one of my art crushes. So of com as far as comics go, it has nothing to do with her being fe a woman or male. It doesn't matter. It's like your art, and I have a crush on her art. I don't know who she is. I, she could probably stab me in the face if I met her. I don't know. She could be really nice, but her art is amazing. Yeah, I mean, you, you'll you love this, the crap out of this issue. Yeah. It's great. So it's interesting to see how this is whole this whole engagement thing is going to play out. So I just want to throw it out there again, just in case it happens. Here's the thing. If you have the chance to make a joke and you don't make it, nobody will ever think of it. But if you throw it out there and it falls flat, nobody will remember it. If you throw it out there and people laugh, then it was a good joke. Um, Batman marrying Catwoman, the Super Sons. I'm thinking after the uh, the reboot, what we're looking at is the new Earth Two, is the current DC universe. I'm just gonna just gonna throw that out there. I'm just gonna let it sit, let it fester. Fester. Huh. Hmm. Huh. I'm gonna have to process that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff yep. going on here now. 
that yeah. was uh, part of the original Earth 2 when we were all kids. Yeah, uh, I don't like it. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't say you had to like it. <laughs> I don't like it. No, sir, don't like it. I didn't say you had to. Just said I'm throwing that theory like out it. there, and if it turns like out it to be correct... Then, Didn't uh, Jim Lee say that he was just disconnecting everything and it was just going to be story centered, so everyone's just going to take their character and run with it from now on in DC? They're not, not even going to bother? Or, or has that even changed since the last time he said that? Oh, I believe that's changed. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that was said at the end of like Final Crisis, wasn't it? <sighs> you know, kids, kids with comics are getting kind of a raw deal yeah. compared to comics i grew up with and i don't mean to go like it was better in my day but like but it was everything it makes it all pointless everything becomes pointless i just want to go like Jim Lee, just go draw armor on everybody and let somebody else write the books <laughs> but you know what are we gonna do with all these turtlenecks oh god the mock turtlenecks forgot about <laughs> oh speaking of which have we got our have our uh, uniform shown up yet dominic we're starting a gang and the mock turtleneck oh. is going to be part of the thing. So we're fascinating for... way to start your gang. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> going off terror. of yeah, well, that mock turtleneck worked for the With Justice Mo- League. Yeah, worked for, like worked for Star Archer Trek. Yeah, Archer. Yeah, yeah, Sterling Archer. He yeah. he rocks the turtleneck. A lot of yeah. stuff. A lot of stuff working there. Uh, Paul, what are you looking forward to next week? Uh, looking forward to Thanos number twelve by Marvel Comics, written by uh, Jeff Lemire. It's uh, I think it's the final issue of the series, and I'm just a huge like Marvel cosmic nerd. I love all of it. I I can't wait for them to. I I love Dance Lots Silver Surfer, but I'm ready to for him to come back. And I like hopefully, you know, Captain Marvel might be coming back too. So I I just love that whole side of the Marvel universe, and I've been really liking this Thanos series and. Jeff Lemire is a great writer, so it should be the end of it. Thanos is going to put the smack down on his son, and then I'm sure something huge is going to come out of it because they're going to be propping up Thanos big time to prep for the movie. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. getting ready for that. And there's going to be a whole new, like, going after the Infinity Gems storyline coming up soon in the Marvel comics, so should be setting up a big thing, I'm sure. So I'm looking forward to that next week. Awesome. Uh, so, Joe, just keep rolling here. What did you read? Well, the last comic book I read uh, was the, the reread of the first issue of Justice League International. I got the giant omnibus in the mail this week. Oh, you got it. Nice. It's so good. It's such a throwback. I love it. I love every page of it. I realized that I actually know a lot of this by heart. I've read it so many times since I was a kid. Uh, but it's so good, yeah. That omnibus is gorgeous. Uh, it's on my wish list. I haven't got it yet. Yeah, I gotta go. You know, I need to find that again, and I need to get the um, formerly known as the Justice League, and I can't mm-hmm. believe it's not the Justice League. Yep. I probably have the trades around here, but I don't know for sure, so I probably just need to rebuy them. But God, I love that stuff, man. It, so much good stuff. Yeah. In it. Just, well, you guys could always read the uh, Scooby Doo Apocalypse. It's the same team, right? Yeah, but so it's was uh, Trencher, and it wasn't the same. Trencher. <laughs> Was that was well, that too deep of the reference? No, for? no, that was perfect. Okay. I was kind of impressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just right off the cuff, just boom. Yeah. I'm impressed. You guys don't mess around with your references. I'm I'm oh. digging it. I'm impressed. Well, well done. Well, well done. Oh yeah. No, this is uh this is where the geeks hang out right here. Oh my god, yeah, you don't mess around. That's the t-shirt, guys. This is where the geeks <laughs> hang out. Geek is cast. On a serious note, uh, Hero Squared that came out of Boom. 
a few years uh, ago. Do you guys remember yeah. that? Okay, uh, there was, was that, and there was plan- the same team, and it's planetary dynamite. brigade. What was there was the team book that went with it too. Oh, I don't know the team book, but Hero Squared I thought was great. No, you're right. I forgot all about it until you said it. But there was yeah. a yeah. there was a team book because it was that guy, you know, the Superman that was in the blue and the yellow. Right. And, and there was his alternate universe version of him that was just a slacker. Yeah. And they had like a whole knockoff of A-list Justice League. So they had like Grim Knight, who was Batman. I got to, oh, Joe, I got to find the info and shoot it to you because there, there was more they did with those characters. Okay. Yeah. Huh. That's cool stuff. So Justice League International uh, proving that humor superhero comics do work and can work and should work. And maybe more people should uh, spend some time in that department checking it out, looking around. Everyone should read that if they haven't. Yeah. You're crazy if you haven't read that. It's, it's so uh, funny. I just I just looked up Planetary Brigade. I do remember this. I didn't realize it was a spinoff to Hero Squared. I got to track this down now. Did I get the name right? Yeah, you totally did. Planetary oh, that's Brigade. awesome. Because as soon as I huh? said it, I was like, no, I'm thinking of Planetary. Yeah. No, yeah. Grim Knight, cool. Captain Battler, Earth Goddess, Mauve Visitor, Mr. Brilliant, Purring Pussycat, and the Third Eye. That's it, yeah. Oh, there was some Great. funny stuff in there. There's also some transphobic stuff in there, but, you know, that's just its age. But, you know, whatever. Shit happens. Um, Shit. You know. No, that's good stuff. And for those who don't know, Justice League International is when Keith Giffen was lobbying to get Justice League, and they told him, yeah, you can have it, but you can't have any A-list superstars. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, cool, I got it. I'm going to go pull my Z-list together and make it happen. Oh, best knockout in a fight, too, in that whole book. Yes. Yeah. One punch. Yeah. One punch. I still have that picture on my wall. <laughs> One punch. Yeah, that's good stuff. Guy Gardner, eat this. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, oh, so much good stuff. All right, well, I know what I'm buying on my next payday. You said it's an omnibus edition, huh? Oh, yes. Oh, it's yeah. Pretty, yeah. It's, it's beautiful, too. Yeah, All beautiful. McGuire did a, a new cover that is obviously an homage to that great all the heroes looking upwards look yeah but it's got it's got everybody from everybody. Just like europe and just like international oh, and, and the wraparound it, it's gorgeous okay i yep okay it should well, be put out as a poster well hopefully oh, they'll do that it. yeah well i guess when i sell my copy of uh destiny 2 to uh, amazon i'll use that to blunt some of this it's not, not too, like it's not too bad right it wasn't that expensive just from amazon <laughs> Did feel you like not like Destiny 2? I feel like you're pointing that at me because no, I said I liked it. No, 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 <laughs> not at all. I'm actually curious about this because I played, I tried Destiny and I, I loved, I loved, um, uh, all the work that that team had done before. Um, but I did not like on Halo. I thought Halo was a great game, but I thought Destiny was just too much grind. And then I've been hearing that Destiny 2 is better, but now I wonder, is it not? Well, I, the design work is beautiful. The characters look at me. I mean, everything about it looks great. If Dominic, if you want to talk about the game that is not up my alley in 75% of any gaming style I'd want to do, that's that game. It's 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 not them, it's me. I am putting it like... <laughs> well, you're, you're like right. soft... You're like soft dumping yeah. Destiny 2 right now. <laughs> he's, he's just gonna ghost it, never load it up again. Yeah, yeah, well, that's already <laughs> happened. I just um, I didn't delete it. I just kind of put it away. And I said, you know what? Fallout 4 was a fun game. I'll play that for a while. And then huh. Friday, Friday the 13th was released. 
and nothing so, is ever the same. You're nothing just not you're not feeling Destiny Two, but but you are Joe. You like Destiny Two. Yeah, I liked it. There's stuff of, I I don't like how they force you to. Uh, it's gonna sound super ter- like awkward. I don't like how they force you to interact with people in real life in order to find team. <laughs> Like, I I really don't, though. Like, I want all the matchmaking, just put it in the game. Like, you have you really have to, like, join a clan and, like, meet people, you know, like, on on real boards and, you know, like, in real life just to try to get together a crew to do a good chunk of the game. And that's frustrating to me. I think that is frustrating. I'm not sure how stoked on that I am. Because you're just stuck doing it this particular way. And sometimes you just... Story. I that's, just want to. I want a story. That's what I didn't like about it too. It's just like, look, you know, I'll play with other people when I'm in the mood to play with other people. Don't force me. You know, don't give right. me a game that's half pregnant. Don't give me a game that's half playable alone and then half not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or or it could just be like Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront, where it tricks you and then you realize, uh, oh, there is nothing else here. It's uh, just that. Did uh, anyone play the beta last week? No, no it, it looks pretty awesome, but solid. Good looking, yeah. Yeah. Good looking, My heart yeah. is so broken over that last one that I just don't know how we'll. How, how I hear this one is fixing everything that went yeah. wrong with that first one. I, I that's right. It's got good. a solo quest. It's got its campaign. It's got it's got everything. All it's just everybody who bought that Star Wars game, Battlefront. Star Wars Battlefront, I know I did. It's like you thought you were getting something kind of epic, and you just you only got the multiplayer, and it's just yeah. for seventy bucks, nonetheless. But I could ruin Friday the Thirteenth for you if you want me to ruin it for you. It's because that's just evolved. That's all yeah. that is. Yeah, that's yeah. What, what oh, really. And, and, Dead, and Dead by it's the same gameplay as Dead by Daylight, right? Yeah, same kind of thing. It's awesome because it's Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, but except totally Friday the Thirteenth is working on a single player mode and stuff as well. But yeah, yeah. But the difference is, is that I'm a big Friday the Thirteenth fan, <laughs> and I yeah. like being chased and scared to death of being murdered by Jason. Hmm. Yeah. It's it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's cool, buddy. You be you. Yeah, you be you, man. That's what I'm doing. So uh, let's go ahead. Let's let's uh, snowball into the last topic here. <laughs> Just uh, we'll ruin, we'll ruin this for everybody now. Everybody, yeah. Um, so CW's shows are getting ready to do a cross. Well, yeah, you know, it's their thing now. They do a crossover. Crossover, yeah. And they're going to end up on Earth X, which for those of us who are comic fans will remember was the Nazi planet. Holy shit! Why does my whole life revolve around Nazis these days? <laughs> I hate those guys. Oh, it's we're in the we're in the middle of the Hitler signs. Yeah, Hitler signs. You know, Nazis, that's the Makes thing. Makes me very sad. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it shouldn't be controversial to hate Nazis and call Nazis the bad guys. But the new <laughs> Wolfenstein got in trouble for saying they wanted to kill Nazis. Hey, you know, no, they didn't. They didn't get in trouble. They no? just had some people whine about it. Yeah, they had some people. They had Nazis. Nazis whined about it because Nazis didn't want to. You know what? No, they didn't get in trouble. They, they should be laughing. They're like, yep, some Nazis got mad. I saw yeah. a tweet today. It was someone said it was like it was a tweet that said one two three. It was how to how to find a Nazi. One tweet about a Nazi. Two see who complains about said tweet. Three you found a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. All I know is my grandfather killed Nazis, so fuck Nazis. So yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. That is the appropriate response. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there, Punch just... them always. Yeah. You cannot. 
you cannot call yourself a good American and be a Nazi or even be yeah. cool with Nazis. You can't sit there and be like, I'm a, I'm defending America. I'm a You're Nazi. A free, free speech, man. No, yeah. not for Nazis. Fuck you. No, no, because <laughs> if, if anything yeah. should be incitement, it's carrying a goddamn Nazi flag down the middle of a street in America. Uh-huh. Yes. That's incitement as far as I'm concerned, plain and simple. There's no two ways about it. Look, when I was a teenager, I was a Leonard Skinner fan, and I owned shit with a rebel flag. But you know what I wouldn't do these days? Own shit with a rebel flag on it. Yeah. Let's get one For thing. Years, I always thought it was weird that, that Germany actually literally outlawed the imagery. Yes. I was from a distance. I was always like, well, that's weird. But now seeing it up close, I go, oh, no, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes total sense. That yeah. makes total sense. If it yeah. had happened here, we'd outlaw it, too. The thing is, I want to make something really clear. People that carried that battle flag of the Confederates of Robert E. Lee's battle flag, because that's what that is. That's not the national flag of the Confederate States. No, yeah. it's a battle flag it's, for Virginia. Yeah, for, uh, it's it Robert E. Like Lee's Washington. battle flag. People who carried that flag killed Americans. Yep. People that carried yeah. that Nazi flag killed Americans. I want to be really yep. clear on those two things. Those flags were carried by people who were killing Americans. You cannot yes. be a good American and carry those goddamn flags. So much controversy here. There's yeah, not so much Yeah. I'm not going to be bummed about offending a Nazi. If you're a no. Nazi and you listen to the show, go <laughs> suck it. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, if you're a Nazi and you listen to the show, quit listening to my fucking show. That's, no, that's, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. And even if you're the type to go, well, you know, everyone has a place. No, they don't. No, not that, a Nazi. Wait, what? That reminds me. That reminds me real quick. Uh, Do you notice how Trump hits back on everyone except he didn't hit back on Eminem? Yeah. <laughs> he knows that was awesome because he knows he would lose that in a hot second. Yeah. Because he doesn't care. No. Eminem's not gonna and he hits back on every single perceived slight. Yet Eminem called him out on a huge public stage, and what made me think of it is you saying, if you're a fan and you listen to my show, fuck off. And that's what he said. That's yeah. the one guy he hasn't hit back at. Yeah. Didn't yeah. talk about King News, bad, you know, bad uh, bad record sales, blah, 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 blah. Nope, didn't say a fucking <laughs> word. Yeah. No, it's not, because he's not going to be able to. But it's just so weird that 2017... Looking at it in 2018, within punching distance of 2020, we're, we're, there are people who are worried about offending yeah. Nazis. Yeah. yeah. That is just outrageous to me. I'm going to go buy Wolfenstein and just kill some just for fun. Because <laughs> I can't do it in real life. But god damn it, come on. Yeah, it just it, it just baffles me. And also, and I don't do politics on here very often, but is anybody else bothered by that a, a bunch of rich white people who we're going to call the owners of, a bunch of black men who work on a field are talking about what they should and should not be allowed yeah, to do? Of course. Good God. It just... The shit... We... <laughs> God damn it. This stuff... It's just crazy. Oh, you can't... Oh, no. You can't you can't tell people how to protest. You cannot control no, that. But plus plus it's a quiet, silent, respectful protest. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what like, else it, you, anybody wants. Oh, it's such it's such oh my god, I hate everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, just, I hate everybody. I hate everybody. I hate everyone. I hate I everybody. got actually got yeah, no, and I'm I'm not gonna turn this political, but yeah, you you can't tell people how to protest. And though if, if you're sitting at home and you're going, well, it's weird that Dominic would actually say that you can't tell people how to protest, but he doesn't want Nazis because they're fucking Nazis. Like, right. There's, right. There's no negotiating with a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, not... just, and just because the government wants to say, you know, Trump wants to say that it's the, 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 the protest is protesting against our soldiers, Paul, all due respect. 
it's not about soldiers, and no. they've never said it's about soldiers. It, they, they couldn't be more clear that it's got nothing to do with soldiers. No. Uh, for for the record, if you guys want to know, I I am completely okay with yeah the protest. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, it's a hundred percent. Uh, their right to do what they're doing, yeah. and I'll never tell them that they shouldn't do that. Right. I, yeah, I, could, it, I love that. It doesn't, yeah, that's a, that is the correct response from anyone because this country is founded on the ability to protest and register you, and be able to state your your and, perspective, and that's the only way they can, and that is a nonviolent. They're not hurting anybody. They're just demonstrating and drawing attention to something and that's that. And, and even and, and even the moderate the moderates like the football fans who who then they're they're when they stand up against it, they go, well, I just want to enjoy my football. What they're saying is dance for me. Yes, I want you to dance for me. But if you have an opinion, I don't want to hear it. I just want you to go to beat your brains out and give yourself a CTE and ruin the rest of your life for my amusement. But, oh, you have an opinion about and you want to try to use some of the influence that that you actually have it during this uh, five brief five-year period of your life where you have a national stage so you want to try to use it to affect yeah. positive change in your community no shut up because i want to i want to watch you gladiate yourself yep no no it doesn't work that way every oh, it doesn't work that way no done patriotism <laughs> at the point of a gun or the heel of a boot is not patriotism right um you know, obviously, you know, when we're talking about the armed forces, the armed services, that's it's a different thing. I, I get that. And, Paul, I don't want to drag you through no, this because I know that. That's not the same. It's not equivalent. Our support of our military and the support of the soldiers of, of what we do and the use, like, they're not in control of how they uh, – a soldier is not their job to tell – to yeah. decide how they're executed and what how they how they have to go out and what jobs they have to do they they serve the state and they serve our country and they have to and they give up the ability to be able to say no they have to do what they have to do and you have to respect the sacrifice that they're willing to make i don't think that that goes against it to sit there and then on the other side go we can't force people to do certain things unless they're nazis um we can't <laughs> <laughs> that's that doesn't count that doesn't count Sorry, you can't you can't want to obliterate everybody else and then go. Oh, I want equal time. No, no, you don't. No, you I like, don't. I like the cut of your jib, Dom. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like it a but lot. But I mean, like I am, I am, you know, I have I hold social beliefs that would be considered incredibly liberal. But I am incredibly supportive of the military and the soldiers that we have, and I think they, you know. There's a certain reality that everyone has to accept about the military and about being a part of the military, and anybody who isn't is just being woefully purposefully ignorant and i don't think but at the same time you know we have to be able to say to find to be able to utilize our military and the soldier sacrifice that they give up to do the things that we ask them to do we have to be wise about what we ask them to do and we have to use them in the right way and sometimes we don't but can't but, but you know yeah i, I hopefully we learned what this week to... as we learned this week they knew what they signed up for so oh you know, geez so I... <laughs> so I uh, should probably wrap this up. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we've covered as much of this as we need to. So, so do we, so we answer the question? Fuck like, we, is always punch a Nazi. So we're good with read, Nazi read, being read, read more uh, comic book. Listen to more geekish yeah. cast. Listen to Joe on Joe the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Dom, Dom, what do you got to promote? Uh, I'm on a. I have a podcast called Three Gigs Podcast that's coming back for its second season. I've done 25 episodes. I sit down with different performers, mostly musicians, and I ask them their 
the story of the very first performance, their best performance, and their worst performance. And I get a lot of interesting stories out of that. And second season is starting on October 30th with an episode where I tell my first just one story, but I tell a story of uh, a ghost story that I happened to my band while on tour. 100% true. And that starts from there and then goes into a regular season. Oh, are awesome. you are you in a band? I, I have been in a number of them, yes. Okay. I'm crazy. Okay. <laughs> I'm in a band called Tsunami Bomb, and uh, as of now, we've only announced that we're going to be playing San Francisco on February 17th, Saturday, and tickets are on sale. It's going to be at the bottom of the hill, and everyone's welcome to show up. Uh, my band doesn't always play all the time, but when we do, we make it crazy, and we're working on some new material. Looks like we're going to do a 7-inch awesome. first. Yeah. And, Are we uh, just going to gloss so over the fact fun. that Dominic has had an actual ghost story? Like, you guys just went straight to the band. I'm the only one freaking out over here that you've had, had, had a like, number of them. Relationship I, with hey, the ghost. Hey, hey, Paul, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> yeah, well, that makes I even of- <laughs> I even went ghost hunting with the uh, some of the cast of Taps, of Ghost Hunters. Yeah, I went ghost hunting awesome. with them. <laughs> nope. <laughs> this is not that story. This is a different story that happened while I was on tour with the band. Oh, nope, 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 nope. That's okay. Good. Well, that'll be one person who will not stream that episode. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna check one. it out. It's gonna be a short episode. I'm just telling the one story for the Halloween special. I'll watch it. But I think if oh. everybody, if it goes well, I'm gonna start getting some of my other friends who I know who are in bands who have had kind of crazy experiences. I'll get them to tell stories. Every year, I'll get more people to tell more stories. So if if it works, if people like it, because I'm kind of deviating from my theme. But whatever. Oh, um, cool. b- before I forget, Joe and Joe will be dressed up for Halloween next week. I'm not going to tell you what, Ooh. but nice. we have a very special uh, Halloween uh, Halloween disguised episode of Joe and Joe next week. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Will the Vindo Viper be there? No. Damn. No. No Viping Vindos. That's too bad. All right. Well, uh, Paul, thank you for hanging in there. Uh, where do you tweet from, Paul? Paul Vieira, 79. And Joe, where can people find Joe on Joe? Joe on Joe Pod, and just find us on iTunes. Awesome. Dominic, where can people find out more about Tsunami Bomb and 3 Gigs? You can find it at 3gigspodcast.com, and you can find Tsunami Bomb at tsunamibomb.net. Awesome. And everybody, sorry that the live episode didn't go over, but uh, it looks like we got most of the information we were trying to get to. I, I think we can all say, listen to more Joe on Joe, Geekish Cast, 3 Gigs, punch a Nazi if you see a Nazi. And uh, <laughs> and uh, that should do it. There won't be any music getting cut in. I'm not editing anything for content, language, or anything else. So um, if I offended you, what can I say? <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you very awesome. much. Thanks, guys. Have Ciao. a great day. Bye-bye. It was nice meeting you guys. Thanks. Take it easy, Dominic. Let me know if Take you're care. coming down for John Carpenter. Ah, I got to really work that out for if real. I can. Yeah. That, Thank it's, you. That, it's two days from now. So. Ah, I know. Okay. Right, thank you. Later, you guys. Too. Later, guys. Bye. Ciao. Oh, Shazbot. <laughs> all right, Dominic, thank you very much. Sorry about all the confusion and everything. No, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on the show. Any Anytime you want to do that, you know, hopefully we'll have our live server work back out next time. Let me know if you ever have a free Thursday night, and we I'd love to have you back. Anytime for you. You just let me know. All right. Talk to you later, man. Take care. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.